an Empire Boxing and Unlearning Network production. Welcome back to the Empire Boxing Podcast. Um, I've been excited about this episode all day. I have Lev Jackson and JY Kim in the house. Yo, yo. Awesome. How are you doing? Welcome, guys. Yo, yo. Um, first question I have, I'm just going to throw it out there right away. How did you guys get in? Because we didn't buzz you in. Oh, I mean, come on now. I'm from Surrey, so <laughs> we get in. If we need to go get into someone, we're going to get in. At the end of the I got day. JY with me, so I mean, he, he is can get in anywhere, right? <laughs> I was like, we're in here. We're in here warming up, and I'm like, I think that's our voices yeah. in the hallway. We're I like, wasn't how? even subtle. I wasn't even subtle. I was like, Jana? <laughs> Jason? Screamed Bank you guys. Binder? Yeah. Bank Binder, anyone? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, like me Ferris Bueller. <laughs> Let me in. I'm knocking this door down. Wicked. Well, I'm so stoked you guys are here. Um, and let's just launch right into it. I'm I'm actually really excited to learn more about you specifically nice. too, Lev. Um, so let's start with you. Tell me about the origin story. Like, I need your superhero origin story. How did you get into boxing? Okay, well, uh, yeah, naturally, I'm gonna have to say it. Uh, when I was about 10, 11 years old, I rented Rocky, the wow, the, ori- the original one. The next week, I rented Rocky two, II, Rocky three, Rocky four, etc. And I just really wanted to box. Became a bit of an obsession. Come from a Jewish family. I know the parents were like, it's a little bit not traditional. So, I mean, they weren't uh, all too excited about it. But I kind of just kept pressing, kept pressing. I had a lot of uh, challenges with Crohn's disease as a kid. So Mm -hmm. I had uh, a lot of medical issues. And uh, that was kind of the breaking point for me where I was uh, that plus being a bit of a troublemaker. I was like, hey, I get to be have exercise. They're going to know where I am after school. And uh, I started around 15 years old. And yeah, just... From there, it uh, it was already I was already a part of the sport basically because I was writing for Fight News by 13 years old because I wanted Wicked. free ringside seats when back when uh, West Coast Promotions and Manny Sabral were running at the River Rock. So I, before I even uh, stepped foot in a ring, I was already interviewing fighters. I was already writing articles, doing analytics and everything. And that was also inspired by the Rocky movies. Oh, 100%. So this yeah. was, I was going to ask you this eventually. I was going to say, okay, top boxing movie, but we already know. And they literally <laughs> set you the know, sales for you. Yeah, no, it definitely... Uh, Sylvester Stallone's responsible for a lot of generations of boxers, I would 100. say. that uh, Yeah, and gray sweatsuits. And sweatsuits and, and merchandising. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And, ju- and roids. If we're talking- <laughs> and roids, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, boxers don't look like him. That's one thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, when you see like Rocky Three, when he has like the full like eight pack and just all the veins everywhere doing a yeah. water In cut. real life, that guy would have yeah. gassed in like that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, that guy can't even like wash his back. No, Never mind no, throw a jacket. No, yeah, exactly. And so... <laughs> That's amazing. So, question: You were mentioning coming from a, a Jewish family. So, do your parents still like? When are you getting married? When are you finding a nice girl? Are Uh-oh. they like, okay, j- like let's go? He's a boxer. Is mom like ringside cheering you on, or is she hiding her eyes waiting oh, for you she to get at, married? She's been at quite a few of my fights. She was at my last one. And, yes, uh, mom. It's it's pretty <laughs> awesome. Actually, I get to see her warming up to it as well. Because I mean, the first wait, like mom shadow boxing? <laughs> not quite, but I'll hear her voice yelling a year and there. But the main thing I noticed was. Uh, she was always horrified of fights, even with the amateurs, the headgears, the big pillows. She's mm. thinking, I'm going to get hurt, going to get hurt. This time, I think I got two or three stitches uh, from a headbutt my last fight. Yeah. And uh, right when I went to it, my mom goes, let me see. How many stitches, two? Eh, it's nothing. You're all right. Hey. Excellent. So mom's so, been fully, like, yeah. she's in the fold she's, now. She's probably my biggest fan. I'd she's say. counting how many <laughs> stitches you did in have versus yeah, exactly. how many you did. Yeah, and oh, uh, as far as, yeah, fine date, which, so when are you going to settle down? She knows already. I do have an awesome girl. I have uh, my girlfriend Tia. I've been with the Aww. past uh, what up, two, Tia? over two years. Shout out Tia! Shout out to Tia! And yeah, uh, she's she's incredible. Uh, one of my greatest supporters, and uh, definitely couldn't uh, go about uh, what I want to do and my goals without her uh, being an awesome. It's not not even, I'm not going to say cheerleader. It's more uh, if I say I want to start a fire, she's going to say let's get this gasoline going. Let's hey. go! Yo, <laughs> shout out Tia! Hey. I was thinking about starting like a whole another branch of this podcast where I just have like the moms of right. or yes. like dads of one. or like maybe That's girlfriends boyfriends of oh, yeah, uh, no, the yeah, fighters yeah get Leah Jackson and Tia in here they would have a, a fantastic time I'll get them together <laughs> yeah yeah you might not want to listen to that episode oh though. god no, no. Uh, <laughs> so let's toss it over to JY um how did you first pick up the gloves oh for me I mean it was uh I don't know. It was like years ago. I just uh, I got into a lot of trouble. Years like, this how is many like years? this is such a like a cliche. Like I got into a lot of trouble. Blah, blah, blah. This has been but a that was the truth. Yeah, that was the truth. I got into a lot of trouble. Decided that I wanted to fight at least once before I died, and then I popped into the ring and um, and yeah. And then I, you know, as as a fighter, actually, I'll say this is that um, I. You know, Jackson and I, we had shared the locker room, what, like 13, 12 times? 15, I've, maybe, yeah. I've seen this kid fight 
you know, uh, when I was an amateur, and and I never had to size him up because he's lightweight. Because he's not in my bracket, I don't have like me and me and him don't have any beef. I don't have to be like, man, who's this guy? You know, yeah. he's a light guy, and so I know that he was um, fighting with Crohn's, and then uh, so he did. You know, he was one of the guys I respected for a super long time. But uh, yeah, gone the same same sort of story. Gone into a lot of trouble and decided to pick a pair of gloves, and that's how I met uh, Jackson back. You know, probably going back five. Oh. Maybe eight years ago, probably, actually. Yeah, yeah at least. Yeah, 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 was, for almost a decade now. Probably 2012 or so. Yeah, yeah, Oh, she's yeah. 10 years then. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, wow. Almost a what year now. is it? Yeah, yeah we're, we're yeah, gonna yeah. go like now. We gotta go before COVID. BC. Yeah. yeah. AC. Yeah. Oh, I like that. BC. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um. So, and JY, talk to us about the transition for you from like amateur to pro boxing, pro boxing to uh, to being a coach. Yeah, yeah. It's been cool. It's 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 been cool. I think that uh, for me personally, it's been. It's been more fulfilling. Mm. Um, you know, when I was a boxer, Jenna and Jason, you guys probably know this best, is that, like, when I was fighting, you, you know, I love the attention. I love the, I love clout chasing. This guy. I love, I love putting everything on my ground. Like, yeah, I'm getting this fucking work in today and you guys can fucking see it. But me as a coach now, it's different because um, I'm not really going to post too much about what my team's doing. And, you know, I'm sort of just, like, leading them behind the scenes and letting them try to get all the all the tension that they deserve and it's been cool man it's way more fulfilling it's much more stressful i'll tell you that it's fucking oh man these motherfuckers that feeling of like okay it's like one thing you're gonna step in the ring you got nerves whatever but when it's your fighter oh man it's another level yeah you're like they like this is if they get if they get mangled yeah then i gotta strap up then i gotta put on the i gotta put on the grind protector and go in myself no no but in in all seriousness it is Way more stressful. Like, uh, I get way more nervous when these guys get into a fight. And, you know, with, with Jackson coming up next, um, I got a few amateurs coming up next, but Jackson's probably soon right after that. And I think that just because I've known him for a long time, he was a peer, a friend, a colleague, and now, you know, I can say he's one of, you know, one of my guys that Junior Morris is head coach, but, you know, he's part of my team Shout out to well. Junior Yeah, Moore. shout out to What's Junior. What's up, Junior? <laughs> the fucking baddest man out here. Bad man. man. Junior is a bad, bad man, but... Uh, yeah, so now it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see, and it's gonna be my first time doing helping out with the corner for the pros. So I'm excited, I'm nervous, my hands are fucking sweating right now just talking about. He's clamming it. up. I'm clamming up. Clamming, yeah, but it's um, gonna be okay. Okay, so I'm just gonna get this out of the way. Are you gonna make a comeback? Myself, yeah. I don't know, man. Like I, I just like to be honest with you, I haven't. Uh, I've like. Entertain yeah, right. the idea. I've entertained the idea. I've entertained the idea, of course. But man, I'll tell you what. My focus is is Lev Jackson, mm-hmm. Alex mm-hmm. Lee, Jacob Libanow, Jerome and Kinley. Like those guys are my alley. Those guys are my focus right now. And uh, if I can, if I retire, and never go back, and these guys all like become very successful, that's good enough for me. Wicked. Yeah, love that. Um. Lev, uh, talk to us a little bit about, you know, you mentioned uh, fighting with Crohn's disease and that mm-hmm. being a hurdle for you. Um, what was that like? Like that, that roller coaster? Like, have you have you been in situations where you had, you know, you were in a real bad kind of way and you had a fight and you're trying to figure out how you're going to approach it and what kind of mental headspace you need to get through that physical like and discomfort? Yeah. Talk to us about that. Absolutely. Yeah. So I honestly find it's uh, it's a motivation to train hard because I know. If I do twice the work uh, my opponents or anyone else is doing, I'm still getting the same amount of uh, results when it comes to Crohn's. So I, I'm just confident knowing I go into a fight every time knowing I did three times the work of my opponent. I've done all the work I need to to absolutely lay those guys out. So, I mean, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I've I dealt with it since I started boxing. So there were some days where it was hurting pretty bad. There's been uh, some days where I probably shouldn't have been in the ring or training. And especially I remember there was one where I had a Crohn's flare-up where I was in the hospital the week of a fight, and I just didn't really tell anyone. My parents were out of town. It was uh, right after grade 12 was done. I remember I got a flare-up when I was looking for houses in Victoria. Came back, and then, uh, yeah, still had the fight. Still fought great. But, I mean, it was uh, one of those things where I already looked like a zombie beforehand that Mm. it was uh, probably touched me to the body, and I would have gone there. But now I dare anyone to go to my body because knowing I have Crohn's, I'm doing all my work. I have... uh, it's really strong core, so I know that uh, there's two things that Crohn's inspired me to do. One is make sure I can never get hurt to the body. Two, be a really big body puncher, because if someone tries to go to my body, I'm going to say, ha-ha, let's play. Yeah. <laughs> Wicked, so you're going to toss it right back at that. Oh, oh man, catch and shoot, Jack. Jackson, yes. catch and shoot. There you go. Yeah, we go to the damn body. Yes. There we go. <laughs> yes, um, and who's been kind of the most influential person in your boxing career thus far? Uh, I'd have to say when I first came back to it, I had three and a half years off with stabilizing medications and, uh, 
Crohn's disease, life getting in the way. And I remember I called Junior Moore, uh, my coach Junior. He wasn't a coach at the time at all. I just knew that it was somebody I trusted. Like ever since I was about 12 years old writing articles, he'd always be the guy that uh, after the fight, he'd be main eventing. But instead of going to like the province or uh, or global TV for an interview, he'd always make sure I was the first one who got an interview. He'd always be the one walking Specs. me to the dressing room. Bless him. He'd always like, even uh, when I started training, he'd be walking, letting me walk to the ring with him when he was a pro. And that really, yeah, it gets, gives you the goosebumps because it gave me the feel of, this is what it's like to be professional. This is what it's like, uh, the feel of walking to the ring. It's a lot different than amateurs. Mm. Okay. So in that sense, yeah, definitely it was him. I called him. I was like, hey, I trust you. Who should coach? And he goes, hey, me. And I was like, what What was that? And he's like, well, I mean, if we're not a good fit, I've never coached anyone, but like, I definitely think we should. It was, Send uh, it. Yeah, full send. It full was, send. Yeah, so basically, yeah, it was, uh, we did our first, and usually it takes some time for rhythm with a uh, new coach and everything with their hand pads, their dance. We kind of hit it off right away. I know that, uh, yeah, it was a really good connection. And he's kind of, kind of just taught me the next level of uh, how to train harder like a professional. And then uh, also just how to get the most on every punch is that I definitely realized I was a big puncher. I didn't know that until I came back. Mm -hmm. So I'd say that was a double-edged sword of uh, both my Crohn's was stable so I could build some man strength for the first time in my mm -hmm. life. But also... I had a professional that knew how to hit pretty hard as uh, mm. helping me out. So. Junior's juicy. For those who don't know Junior oh, more, he's a juicy man. He's a total stud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> juicy fucking, man. That guy's a fucking stud. Um, JY, who was the most influential person in your boxing career? We're going to ask you about coaching next. Oh, uh, uh, Al Harper, hands down. Mm. I think like a boxer relationship with their coach, just like how Jackson mentioned, is like so fucking important. Mm. And uh, to this day, you know, Al retired. He's moved up to Vernon. And if I ever have questions regarding... Because I don't know everything, and I know I don't know everything. It's like my first, you know, real... Except like, for how to get into yeah. a building without being buzzed. Then. Yeah, I mean, that's a different story. I mean, right. I grew up learning that skill. Right. That's a built-in skill. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, uh, but you know, with this coaching thing, I only had one guy for a long time. I only had Jerome, and now I have, like, a full stable of guys that are, like, looking to compete. And so I have fucking questions. I have questions all the time. Mm. And, uh, you know, to this day, he's been... Um, just like my mentor and someone I can lean on. And so Al Harper definitely is going to be my number one guy. And also that would be for, as a coach as well, your Oh yeah, for sure. Amazing. Like I like, honestly, like me as a coach, I think I just take in Al's blueprint and just like put my own sort of twist, just like how when I was fighting, like I was Al's style, but I put my own sort of flair into it. And mm -hmm. same with the coaching thing. I think that it's Al's blueprint and I'm just sort of making, you just make turning it into my style a little bit. Mm -hmm. but it's been cool. Mm, amazing. Now, um, Lev, rumor has it that you're more than just a pro boxer, but you have a wrestling pedigree. Hey, <laughs> what? I did not know this. Uh, well, he, he just turned, you guys see the shade I color? I did not Lived a little bit of a life uh, between in the three and a half years that I was off boxing because I remember I my GI doctor said it was like no contact for boxing. They never said no... Uh, <laughs> Single leg and double leg. No pre... <laughs> so I'm going to say it was... No Kayfabe wrestling. So WWE style, taking a few steel chairs here and there. Wait, hold on one sec. Doctor says no boxing and you go, okay, cool. I'm going to backflip well, here's, off here's a, the double, to an, here's onto the another sword. human. Yeah, is that I never asked. I just heard no boxing and I didn't hear no wrestling. And uh, I, have, I, have a few, <laughs> I have a few friends in the local uh, yeah. independent wrestling scene. that uh, Independent wrestling scene. Yeah. And honestly, it's, it's blossoming more than usually. You should really check out uh, the rickshaw does some shows, the Wise Hall. That'd be WrestleCore. I thought you were going to say YMCA parking lot. But hey, we actually, we yeah, actually yeah, have that's venues. That's the kind of wrestling yeah, I Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Waldorf does once a year. They do Cinco de Mayo shows outside as well with the food trucks, oh, uh, with the luchadors. luchadors yeah. yeah, no, it's, Yo, it's a great time. Very, very Empire interesting. Empire Boxing community. on location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, fuck yeah. Hey, fuck you want to yeah. see that thing look real good? You 100%. put that on my body. There you go. Lev Jackson is like the definition of like sort of like a troubled kid because like the doctor told him <laughs> no con no contact for boxing. He's like, I duck. And they go, you want to do this wrestling shit yeah. where you're taking steel chairs and shit? It's like, yeah. it's way better to say sorry than to ask for permission. This yeah. is, That's that why is I fuck with Love Jackson. How I, how I <laughs> That's why I fuck but, with this man. And I will say just credit to all the uh, wrestlers that are trying to get to whether it's AEW or WWE. In the about a year and a half, two years I did that, I got more injured than I did in a decade of boxing. So of I mean, whenever it makes any, sense. Whenever really. anyone tries to make fun of it, there it's hardwood the, under the mat. It's not a trampoline like your mom always no, says. No, that body, or that bones crashing into wood sound, it's yeah. real. It is 100% yeah. yeah. real. There's no way to fake that. There's no way to fake a chop. All these guys are uh, a lot tougher than you think they are. Well, and also steroids work. I mean, the doctors 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're an MD out there, you're gastro. And fucking Jenna's on one today, man. She's like not that. letting any of the stereotype pass her, man. Like, I've heard of, you know, every, she's on one today. Welcome Do to my domain, 100%. Gentlemen. I'm not, I mean, geez, man. Remind me never to piss you off. <laughs> well, I'm actually, now I'm thinking we branch out into the into the wrestling space. Fuck yeah, why not? Right? Why not? You can do some co promotions. It's, yeah, uh, it's fuck, a fantastic not, uh, community. I actually, honestly, when you are performing, you always kind of have your own little storylines in your head. Mm-hmm. And I always would involve, like, JY, you've been in a couple of my storylines, too, in the head. That's kind of weird to say, but it would be more along the I'll lines of... Remind me to ask. Not dreams. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll just go into that. It's basically just... Storyline, uh, not fantasy. If I get called the North Korean in your dream, I swear to God, I'm walking out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, if no, I get called like a Kim what, Jong Un type what, thing, I'm walking out of here. You find yourself another motherfucking coach. What's, what's so cool about uh, the, what's so cool about uh, wrestling is that you really get to tell your own story. Like ring walks, I loved it as a kid, and that's part of with boxing. It motivates me when I'm watching like some '90s Attitude Era stuff. When you see The Rock walking to the ring, you see Mick 100%. Foley. It's like those guys. They're just it's basically burlesque meets boxing. Love the Undertaker. The Undertaker, yeah, it's all song and dance, but it's uh, it's motivating. And like when I'm saying about storylines, it's more when I was saying co-promoting boxing and wrestling. It'd be the type of thing where you do a wrestling show where you have all the local pros heckling the wrestlers during the match throughout the night, and then slowly, eventually, maybe at the notes? end of the night, it accumulates. They get in the ring, so you'd have all the locals there versus oh, yeah, all yeah, the main yeah, yeah, wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You could co-promote. To Jenna, a show. you look like yeah. If, if Jenna, if I didn't know you, and you told me that you like fucking wrestled like a WWF, I'd fucking I believe, believe it. it. Yeah. I believe 100%. it. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, for sure she does. For sure, she jumps off like, sure. the top rope <laughs> and fucking <laughs> suplexes these motherfuckers. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so talk to us about. This. I have to stay here for a second longer. I have to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> talk to me about your wrestling outfit, please. Uh, pick one. Pick, Yo, you know uh, what? Wow. I think I remember. You know what? Actually, I do remember you wrestling. Was it like a fucking? How tight? Was it? No, no. I think he no. was like in a dress shirt and shit. Right? Was that it? That like, was one of them. Yeah. Dang. Uh, so what, the other part I love about wrestling is you can be five, six different people. So a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the shows that are in. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the shows that are in Vancouver. Okay. No, like what went through my mind canceled, was man. so much worse. Continue. If, <laughs> <laughs> the rest is going to cancel you for comparing <laughs> to a portal, man. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to get canceled. There's, there's, no, some, there's, some, <laughs> great, there's some great, uh, like I said, some great wrestlers, some great wrestling companies. But when you're not a known name, you get to be a new person every time. Like my uh, my two coaches, uh, I'll, I'll use their wrestling names, Cobra Kai and the Great Kasaki. Okay. So those two, when they were training, they always said, you want to wear a mask to start. Why? Because once your face is exposed, it's exposed. If you're terrible at wrestling at first with a mask... Then you become that guy. You're that yeah, guy. Yeah. And then once you're comfortable <laughs> with it, then you can unmask. So I've been through a lot of characters. One that really stuck was... Uh, ooh, this one uh, won't sound great. It, keep in mind that it's a parody. Hit us It's with a parody it. that... Uh, Ajax, Ajax. My, yeah. let's, let's be careful what we share with these motherfuckers. Yeah, my, these guys are going to broadcast it. It's everywhere. going on the you'll internet. Find, you'll find it online. <laughs> and, uh, this character still loses it. One of my coaches... Uh, he did a character in, in East Vancouver that we knew would be a ter- – the heel is the bad guy in wrestling is that he played Dwight Privilege, and I was Czech Wellington. That was the, the button-up shirt you saw oh. me in, where I was basically just the annoying uh, assistant helper. Did you stay in the button-up shirt? Yeah, or, did, yeah, or it layers? rips off at some point. Yeah, it definitely it gets to it. Yeah. I was thinking tearaways and like a like Jorts. little sh- yeah. tidy, tidy something. Oh, That's that, what I was thinking. Yeah, that, that wouldn't be in the wrestling beauty. But yeah, it's, okay. uh, if you are interested in seeing both of those, Glam Slam is half burlesque, half wrestling. So there'll be burlesque routines between the wrestling. Which half were you? Uh, take your pick. <laughs> wow, this is Predominantly just going so much better than I <laughs> It, wanted it to go. So yeah, we could definitely steer back to boxing. Wow. Okay. No. Yeah. Uh, I have a, a request. Boxing podcast, yeah. but yeah, Jenna don't and I I'm in charge not here. contemplating. Yeah. <laughs> Jenna, you and I can be like a tag team match, and we go fuck some people up for hey, sure, man. All right. Yeah, yeah. We can definitely do. Um, it. I have a request then. Uh, hey, what I tell you about calling <laughs> that on here? Your ass is getting yeah. canceled now. Um. Okay. So I have a request. Like, do we get to see um like Lev Jackson walk out in like a wrestling outfit to the boxing show? Like. Oh. Like July sixteenth, are you coming no. in with a mask? Yeah, no. Is this gonna be I, some gonna like be bronze bomber shit and, with? Oh yeah, I, you know what? I don't want to. I'm not gonna have Hell any no. excuse of a forty pound outfit. If or I see you like come that. through the curtains with, and like the smoke, and you have tearaways on, I'm gonna be so excited. <laughs> oh, I would be too, but I mean, I got to be tunnel vision for boxing. That's something that uh, Jay long before we even trained together, he noticed when he goes, "You have a switch that you hit." One hundred percent. And one hundred percent. And the way that it was like that is that I'm always. Uh, 
I'm a happy-go-lucky guy. I'm pretty mm-hmm. low-key and everything. So, like, before the matches, I'll be telling jokes, having a bit of an energy drink, whatever it is. But then? And then it's, yeah, as soon as when I'm like, oh, I've got an hour to go, it's, I just go dead silent and yeah. I get get into my zone, maybe start uh, talking myself up a little bit. We call it Merc mode. You yeah. go into Merc mode. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll tell okay. you, this is a true story. I swear to God, this is a true story. So at the, uh, Lev and I fought, um, on a plenty of the the same cars, but we fought for like a really big tournament. It was the WBC Canadians, and Lev was up against this kid from Toronto. Um, tough kid too, tough kid. And Lev and I like you know when we see each other wins, it's all about like, hey man, what's going on? How's camp? Whatever. And he's like you said, he's very go lucky, happy guy. And I see him getting ready to go. You know, he's 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 about to do his walkout. And Lev's walkouts are fucking money. Like they're absolutely. I mean, I never know anybody on this pro debut walkout with a rapper. I'm like, <laughs> and everybody's like, "Yo, that guy, that guy better fucking win," and he did mm. win. It's the so added pressure. No one, I love the added yeah, pressure. Yeah, yeah. So no one's yeah. gonna say shit. But going back to the story, I mean, I saw Lev getting ready. He had worked up a full sweat, was rocking like a Surrey crack cut, like looking just real fresh. Yeah. And I remember, like, I'm gonna go wish this guy good luck because him and I are friends and whatever. I go up, yo, Jackson, good luck, man. And he just looked over at me. He goes. Mm. <laughs> and just kept warming up. I was like, oh, okay, he mad at right. me or something. Yeah, Maybe he's coming to my weight class. He's sizing me up. I don't know what it is, but no, I, I've seen Love switch. Yeah. I've seen Love switch and I've seen him fight so many times. And so um, he definitely got a switch. And I think that um, in order for you to be successful in this game, first you got to be humble. Can't take yourself too seriously. But when it is time to go and fucking fight in your underwear in front of hundreds of people. It's time. It's time. Mm. Like, I mean, it's either fucking my face or his face. And mm. Lev is always going to want the other guy's face to get all fucked That's up. That's interesting. Interesting. Like, to, I just want to, like, kind of unpack this idea of coming out with added pressure. And it just, I, I immediately went to, like, Anthony Joshua coming out uh, with, like, the fireworks and, oh. like, the whole thing. And I'm like, Eddie Hearn spent some money. Mm. Like, and then he lost. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, yeah, dropping back to on the much smaller scale to that, like, uh, yeah, it was uh, my friend Jules was the one who wrapped uh, Night of the Ring, Kato, great artist himself. But uh, anyway, when, when that happened, it was, you had to say, yeah, you look like an absolute jackass in your pro debut if you have a guy wrap you to the ring and then you get blown out of the water. Yeah. So I like that added pressure is that every fight I go into, I always want to think of something I haven't done before and go with that. So, like, for instance, when I came back with Junior, it's my first fight. Never did well in comeback fights. Three and a half years off, they had me fight the Canadian Fighter of the Year through Comp Sport. I beat him. Nice unanimous decision. Very, I want to say easy. He's a good fighter as well, but... Uh, Smash was him. Yeah, it was... It wasn't wasn't uh, when it wasn't out of the ordinary from a sparring <laughs> session or anything like that. I just got to roll over him. Next fight I had, it goes, I never did well against Southpaws. Put me in with a Southpaw. Mm. And it just builds that confidence. Then the next one, even though it's a small, trivial thing... I only fought once outside prior to that, and I lost. I went, I never want to fight outside. So we did the Surrey Sports Festival event. I got to win a fight outside. I got to win a BC title again there, so that was mm. nice to... Mm. Good way to cap off uh, coming back as well as to to get a belt. Uh, so is this part of the formula for that switch we were talking about? Is it like the conscious decision to push yourself outside of your comfort zone and do something differently, as you say, even against your own voice saying, I don't want to do this or I don't oh, do 100%. well against this. Is that a conscious choice? And that's part of that switch you can kind of flick? 100%. Because also cool. right now is uh, I'm still in the developing stages of my professional career. And uh, yeah, of course, I'd like to have more fights, COVID injuries, every, life happens. Mm. We're in the position we're in now. So I know that every fight I'm going to need something I haven't seen before because you want to level test yourself on the way. You don't want to get to seven or eight no and fight a guy that says that you just go, I've never seen this before. What do I do? You want to test yourself a little bit on the way. So whether that be a southpaw, an uncomfortable situation or mm-hmm. putting a little added pressure by having someone perform you to the ring. I was like, yeah. that'll always put me comfortable. So it's on to the next challenge. So if I now it would be all right, now maybe I'll have to win a fight blindfolded one day or something like that. All right. All Hopefully right. not. I'll take, never take let note. that fucking happen. Take note. No. Um, this is actually a great segue. Uh, JY, if you could have a rematch against anyone, who would it be? Oh, I don't know, man. Like, fuck. That last guy I fought, I mean, like, I fought him. Like, I maybe, I don't know, man. Like, I think I, think I sparred, like, twice and, like, ran one time and, like, didn't do fuck all for that fight. So, I mean, I'd like another shot at him. But like I said, it's, like, one of those things where... Um, like if I re if I end up fighting again, I'm gonna do it fucking properly. I think mm. as of right now, like my mind, I like I entertain the idea. Mm-hmm. I entertain the idea all the time, but my focus is on on uh, your fighters, on Lev Jackson and, and my amateurs right now. That's all I'm really thinking about. But, awesome. You know, maybe maybe one day. Mm. Okay, cool. Um, now, Herman, is there a, there's a story? 
You guys oh, like you're, used to, Oh, that's the guy you're fighting. Yeah, tournament. you guys used to spar. You guys uh, used to train together. Is there some I, rumor yeah. had it that there was maybe a little story there or something? Uh, it was basically. I guess the story. Can we drum through. up some fake beef then? Yeah, at yeah, least yeah, for yeah, the yeah, podcast. I'm really good at drumming up fake beef. We're gonna kill him. Yeah, he like slashed the tires one night and like he hit on your girlfriend in a liquor store. No, that's gonna be my last opponent, but we'll deal with that one later. But coming back to that. Going back to that. Don't go anywhere, mom. Herman's a good tough kid, but I mean. I know you're listening, Herman. You're a good, tough kid, but good, co- good tough to kids don't win big fights. Aye. And uh, I know you. we sparred together. He gave me the work I needed for my last fight when we were sparring. They were, their gym is incredible. Like, uh, Mark Friedman's a good guy. He let me come in. It was I was a guest in their gym. They gave me all the work they needed that I needed. It was about once a week, so probably about 25 rounds, maybe, we've sparred together. And uh, he's solid. Yeah, I don't have anything really bad to say about him as a fighter because... Yeah, he's good. I want to ch- be pushed. I want to be challenged. He's a he's a good challenge. He's a like I said, a good tough kid. But uh, I'm a little bit of a level above him, so he's gonna have to know that uh, on fight you know, night. Spar- sparring days are, is a lot different when you're under the bright fucking lights, oh, man. Yeah. Yep. That's one hundred percent. And uh, I guess there is a bit of a storyline more with his coach and such, because as I said, uh, my first fight in three and a half years, I fought the Canadian Fighter of the Year. That was Elroy Fruto. That was Mark's uh, crown jewel at the time. And I beat him very easily, and then. Uh, we had a rematch, and it was five rounds for the belt. It was at the Surrey Sports Festival. Shout out, Surrey. Absolutely. Up, Surrey? <laughs> I, I, beat, I beat him again. And like I said, pretty easily the second time. It was a little rougher. He made it a rough go of it. He's a, a, got a, yeah, definitely a train, got stronger. But uh, that was his, yeah, so I guess Mark will want a little bit of a revenge, even though we both, uh, we're good, for, we're friends outside, he and his coach, so like through the Jewish community But it's business, well. right? But it's, it's business. Got, it's got to uh, business. We've actually, Mark and I discussed it, is that after he's he said, we got you, we're going to be fighting you, I just said, perfect. And then I was like, yeah, it's too too bad I can't go to your birthday party. And he's like, yeah. and we just said, yeah, afterwards we'll have a drink together. I was going to say, do some shots after. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, hopefully Herman will uh, still be at the facility and not in medical, uh, in, in bad medical condition. So hopefully you can have a shot with us. But if not, uh, I'll have to go get him about a week later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is that just worked perfectly. Thank you, thank you. Look at these two drama setting these what? guys right here, man. These guys are trouble, man. These guys are trying to set up all this Yo, type of drama. When man. you're editing this later, just mix in a little Bob Marley. Steer it up, <laughs> right? Um, Jana's a shit starter, man. <laughs> you no, know, I wouldn't have had anything to say. Uh, yeah. anything. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't have anything bad Jana, to say about man. my opponent. But I have good things to say about me, so that's where we're hey, at with that. Love that's Jackson. A good one. That's a good that's, line. That's we'll, humble, we'll put yeah. that in the minutes. We'll like quote that, that one. Uh, JY, what message do you bring from you know your competitive experience and like you know your your amateur pedigree? What message do you bring to your your young athletes, your amateurs, your pros, like everyone that you coach at DTS? Like, what's your what's your your you know your sauce? What do you bring? Uh, I mean, first and foremost, I think shout out DCS and, and Ryan Diaz for giving us a, like a home. Shout out yep. to DCS. Man, that guy, that, yeah, that guy, that guy has given us a home mm. and he's given us um, nothing but support or whatever. And I think the one thing that I can bring is just like my own experience. Um, I mean, I don't know how else to say this, but I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of coaches out there that never stepped into the fucking ring mm. and they clout chasing off the backs of their kids. You know what I mean? And and for me personally, you know, I'm coming in there just like trying to sh- teach them. Like, I'm not going to teach something that I learned off Instagram. Or mm. I'm not going to teach something that I learned off YouTube. I'm going to teach you something that I know that works because it's either I got smashed in the face with that technique. Yeah, tried, tested, and Yeah, tried. or I've done it myself. So one thing that I can bring and I, I can bring like confidence in, in everything that I say because I know if I'm teaching something to someone... I know for a fact that it works. Mm. I can I can have that confidence in saying that, and I can share a lot of my own experiences. Um, and not only that, like I'm just like I feel like I'm just an honest guy mm. generally. Like I'm not gonna bullshit you. I'm not going to like if, if you get if I tell you that you look like absolute garbage today. I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna let you know. Yeah, I'm gonna let you know. You're gonna go take a shower. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let you know you look like shit. But if I yeah. tell you that you look fucking good today, even if you don't feel that way, I'm gonna be able to like you know, be a shoulder that you can lean on and be like, no, man, I'm telling you, you look okay. And like, so one thing that I think that all my fighters get from me is just like, there's, uh, I've had to bullshit and like be a different person in corporate life. And in boxing is the one place that I've been able to just fully express myself. And I think with coaching, it's actually, 
um, a bigger platform for me just to be my fucking absolute self mm. and just share a lot of my experiences and and you know I, I give them a technique or something and I can be like this is why this is my experience with it this is how I see you doing it let's rep it if you come across an issue I've come across that issue too let's just fucking mm. let's get over the fucking hurdle you know what I mean so mm. I think uh, the one thing that I can bring to these guys is just like honesty and like my own personal experience and on, and on top of that like you know Al Harper Again, I can't say good enough good things, but he's taught me boxing the right way. I learned. I feel like I know I've learned how to box the right way. And whether you're a pro, whether you're the first guy in the gym, I mean, if I'm able, to, I can share that. And I found anybody, as long as they're willing to listen, it'll be valuable for that fighter. Mm. So that's what I think I can bring. I bring to the table. It's an interesting sort of, uh, you know, Pandora's box there with the idea that like, especially in, comp in a competitive setting, um, you know, bullshit's actually dangerous. You oh, don't want 100%. someone, you don't want someone, Amen. you know, right? Like telling yeah. you things that don't work, giving you tools that don't work, saying that things are all right when they're not all right is dangerous. You know, 100%. you do not, uh, you know, gassing someone up. Those are people that are just like, honestly, like I, I feel like the people that are like that the most are people that never step in the ring because they don't, they don't really give a shit about their fighter. And it's like, for me, well, what a, I look there's at... A, the, there's, there's missing experience. Yeah. Crucial, and and, and yeah. I don't think that, you know, all athletes are great coaches. And I don't think all great 100%. all coaches are great athletes. 100%. And, and you, 100%. That, that line doesn't have to be completely 100%. learned that way. Yeah. But I'm like, if you've never even been through never. it, any yeah. aspect of it, yeah, how yeah. could you possibly... Well, you just don't know how dangerous it is, yeah. right? The way that uh, I actually like... Uh, I've used this analogy I've heard before. It's that... Uh, I want a pilot that lands planes. Anyone can get a plane up in the air. It's the a pilot that lands it. And again, yeah. it's like, yeah, there's certain coaches who uh, who did have a little bit of fights, maybe two, two, three fights. But like when they're trying to coach a professional, it's uh, I don't want to hear when I get on the plane saying, "Have you landed a plane before?" Yeah, I did. Have you landed more than two planes? Eh. Yeah. What I want to yeah. hear is, I've landed every plane in every sick different situation, and that's how I know. Mm -hmm. So like. That's one of the exact reasons why there's two main reasons why I was so excited to work with JY. One of them being, I know he's handsome as fuck. Mm, apart from three that. Reasons, three reasons then. And the swag. No, I'm playing swaggy. With you. I'm playing with you. Yeah, he's got that, all, <laughs> all the positive personality aside. Uh, there's one is that he has the experiences that he has equal to more fight experience than I have. And I know that he's been in the situation. So it's the same thing as Junior had uh, 14 pro fights, about 150 altogether. So when he when he when I go to the corner with him, no matter what happens, if it's a situation I'm uncomfortable with, he goes, "I've seen this ten times before. We're gonna do this, this, and this." Right. That's what I want. I know Jay has that like, too. Yeah. Okay. No, what I don't want to hear is, "I haven't experienced it. We're in this together. Let's hope to get yeah. out of it." It's like, just, no, I don't want to be in it yeah. together with We're you, bro. We're in this together, or but we'll like, get through yeah. it. No, How you feeling? Yeah. Is that, like yeah. shit. Yeah. Give me yeah. something. I'm feeling. Yeah. I feel unstoppable. I have him, him and Junior in my corner. Is that no matter what situation we're in everyone's going to have the right answers for me. Yeah. So like that, that's what you want. You want to have a leader. You don't want to have a, a training partner. Right. As your yeah, coach. Yes. You know, you know, one thing I will say about with Lev is that like, uh, like I said, I never had to size him up, but he was, so he was just really like a, like, you know, colleague at DCS. Uh, but he's always shown me a lot of love, a lot of respect. And um, I always, I already respected him as a fighter. I already respect, I already had a lot of respect for him. And then as I'm coaching him, one thing that has really stood out for me is that he's such a student of the fucking game. Mm. And he's like old school. Like Al Harper is fucking old Rocky school. Rocky one, two, and yeah. three. Rocky school. one, two, three. Well, yeah, is no, his we, fucking we've thing. got the two oldest, uh, oldest, I guess, knowledge of boxing is yeah, that I don't came from Astoria. He came from Port Kells. Those are the two old schools of boxing. Yeah. I got to learn from, I just blessed to be, uh, to have learned from George Angela Mattis. I was his last student as well. And uh, yeah, he's learned from Al, one yeah. of his last students. Right. So. And like, mm -hmm. you know, like like I was saying, like his IQ is is uh, is something, like IQ comes through experience. You can't really teach IQ. I mean, you could teach maybe something, you can like give knowledge, but like for someone to really embed into their head, it's like something that is done through experience. And one thing that I've noticed, you know, the things that stand out for me with Lev is that when we're in the gym, you know, like him and I have, like, like he mentioned before, like the same, like, you know, same, we grew up in the sort of same circuit, whatever, mm. yet he still shows me a lot of respect. Mm. And um, anything I tell him to do, he's going to fucking try it. Mm -hmm. And if he's got questions about it, he'll let me, you know, he'll let me know. Like he's, he's been like such a, like a great um boxer for me to to help coach and to assist and he's been such a good student of the game and i'll tell you this like you know the there's a my assistant coach or not my assistant coach my, my co-coach uh g kanda is, is like a big brother of mine and uh, 
he's a very old school guy too. Mm. And so there, we were running this fucking practice and we had these two young kids in there that were like, oh, we want to be fighters. We want to be fighters. And all right, we'll fucking skip for 15 minutes and let's see if you want to be a fighter at the end of it. Mm. And one of these kids was like complaining that like his shit was starting to hurt or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? Like what? You're hurting? And he like said something and fucking Lev like is the nicest fucking guy in the gym. I swear to God. He just turned around and was like, shut your fucking mouth. Save your shit. Yeah, a little more PG. Yeah, he didn't say five. I just said don't waste your words. Yeah, he's like, don't waste your words. Shut your mouth and just keep skipping or something. Me and G turned around. I'm like, that's, He's fucking old school. My, my he's guy. Fucking, he's my old guy. school. That's yeah, my yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> old school. Amazing. Yeah. As far as, uh, yeah, for reference on that, it's that I know that when you talk while you're skipping or running, it's, that's when you lose your breath. That's what I said. Save your breath. That's all yeah. it is. But, uh, yeah. And also just, is, and also quit bitching because, yeah, like, bitching. you've only just begun. You just skip for 15 minutes, motherfucker. Try going for 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I love it. Um, okay. Um, I absolutely love the dynamic between you guys. It was funny. I was going to ask, like, like, you know, talk to me about, like, coaching, athlete relationship. But, like, here it is. Like, we got it. Um, mm -hmm. And you guys, I love the respect. I love the banter. I love the um, the support. Like, there are things about each of you as individuals, as athletes and coaches that have attracted you you guys to each other. And you guys seem like a wicked dynamic duo. So, um, loves fighting on our July 16th card. And, I, one, I can't wait for the walkout. Uh, and two, because JY, I was just gonna say, I'm singing BTS on the way. I was like, <laughs> like JY is gonna be rapping, <laughs> no, straight no, no. slurry, slurry, saying slurry. <laughs> excuse me, slurry everybody for saying cancel this woman right now. <laughs> JL boxing coach, slurry cancel her slang. ass right now. How dare you call us slurry? Oh my god. Um, so JY fantasy matchup, yeah, for Lev, yeah, boxer from the past. Who would it be? Oh fuck. <laughs> Best question. Shit, man. I don't and we're getting into the good stuff now. A, a fantasy boxing match between Lev and, and a boxer. You know who I don't really like that much? So you want to see Lev smash him? Yeah. You know who I don't like that much? But, I, you know, Lev, uh, I love you, dog. But like I said, I can't I can't lie. You'd be a heavy underdog for the fight. But if there was a, a you know, like a dimension where you could just, smash Javante Tank Davis, man, Ooh! I would love to see that. I would love uh, or Roly actually that Roly guy is a fucking weirdo too man. You, you know I gotta say actually if we talk about that is uh, Roly is a perfect example of how just self belief can get you so damn 100%. far mm. with his. 100%. I, I'm not gonna say like with his disparity in talent versus a guy like Tank to even do what he did. But did he surprise you at all, or do you think like Tank was just biding his time? Oh, Tank was 100% toying. He was fighting. He was throwing 12 punches around, but... Uh, I was having people messaging me, be like, yo, Roly looks really good. I was like, just wait. Oh, I know. Just but, wait, you know, baby. He, he, did, he did a round longer than I thought in the point where I started almost believing it. Almost <laughs> believing what he's going to do. But you know what? We've I, talked about that fight before. If I've, The only part is a pro. I've never got to fight with regularity. Like, uh, I went pro in 2019. I was supposed to have a fight right after and I ended up cracking a rib coaching a class at a gym that's not around anymore and uh, had to take some time off and yeah. mm. then uh, after that COVID hit that it was I had a lot of cancellations here and there so it took almost like it took almost over two years to get my next pro fight and uh, then it was November and then December the world shuts down again when I was supposed to be back in February mm -hmm. so I mean I'm so so excited and thrilled and also thank thanking you guys at Empire is that you guys are giving a platform for us fighters to stay busy is that uh, I think all we, well, few of us, a lot of us aren't far off is that if I just get a few, get to get to fight with regularity in the next year, year and a half, mm -hmm. the guys, not the Tank Davis is yet, like you said, heavy underdog, but I can, I can see myself moving with guys like the Rollies of the world is yeah. that I don't see them mu much of more than a thrown throw away from me. Hey. Mm, love it. You know, you know, I'll tell you this about Empire Boxing, man. It's like, because think about who, who, like, the people that run the, you know, you got, like Jason, you got Jenna, you got like the Queen. The absolute boss of Banana bosses. French. Shout Anna, out to yeah, Anna. Anna. And you got like big bro Dan. Like you motherfuckers are like the boxing Avengers of BC. <laughs> you guys <laughs> just came together. You're like, you know what, man? This, oh, this, this, this has yeah, to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit Empire. is hella trash, hella trash. So we're gonna make this thing sexy. We're gonna like, you know, so you know, I wanna say that too, man, is that like I think that one thing I do really appreciate is like the platform and you guys helping uh, Boxing BC become something a little bit more well-known. And I think that you guys are doing something real special beyond mm. with what you guys realize now. But I think you guys will look back on it and be like, man, we were the fucking Boxing mm. Avengers. That, Don't guy, sleep that fucking on it. Korean Don't guy was on to something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to go back to some some fun questions, but I really think that this is a wicked um, segue into like your guys' thoughts on... Well, what's it going to take to build pro boxing in BC? And then what's it going to take to build pro boxing in Canada? 
You know, uh, that's, what we're, that's what we're about. Yeah. Sponsorship. Cut I mean, the checks. Yeah, yeah. Cut the checks to Empire, man, for real. My because ears, My ears are open, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, the fighters, too, because, like, you know, like, uh, one thing that someone mentioned to me when I was fighting, they're like, you're a part-time fighter? I'm like, what you mean? Like, you got a nine-to-five? I'm like, yeah, I got a nine-to-five. I got fucking bills to pay. Mm. What are you talking about? They're like, yeah, like, people from the States, they're full-time boxers. So sponsorships, and, like, not only that, I think, like, um, if there's any, like, you know, um, some sharks out there, man. Like, I mean, whales out there, man. Pay Empire, man, for real. Because these guys are having to sacrifice so much of their time to give us a platform, but they're unable to do 12 shows a year or 15 shows a year or 10 shows a year because it's fucking expensive. Mm. So cut the check, pay my homegirl and my homeboys, and uh, and give and you know give us a chance because you know one thing that pissed me off is you know Sam Moses. Shout out Sam Moses from Rain City. He's like a close friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And he told me that when he went to nationals, people, they were getting the draw to see, you know, which province is which province. And one guy was like, oh, sweet, I got BC, easy work. The fuck you ah. mean easy work? Yeah, you get that too. And then it became the same as, uh, it was almost a joke with a big smiley face online when I was in like uh, high school and we got to go down to fight in the States is that there's a big smile and the guy goes, the face you make when you know you're fighting the Canadian. Yeah. But it's I mean, like, yeah, come on. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, like, that's, I mean, like, it's, you know, like some people... Like, I think this is more the competitive side of me, but I fucking hate that. Mm. You know, I, ha- I hate the fact that, like, they would completely disregard a nation. You know, Canada's got some of the toughest motherfuckers out here. Mm. And we had a golden era not long ago where yeah. we had, like, yeah, Jean-Pascal, Lucien Boutte, Steve Molitor, yeah. and so, like, how, uh, all like, these guys how, selling out the Bell yeah. Center. Like, how, 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 dare you, how dare you, like, underestimate us based on where the fuck we live? Are you mm. fucking kidding me mm. right now? Like, I will smash you. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. But, like, it really does... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It really well, does irk me, though, man. Yeah, it I really mean, does irk the more, me a little The more bit. resources we have, the more we can give the fighters the fights that mm-hmm. continue to get the fighters fights so that you can be a professional boxer and continue to climb the ladder and take it wherever you want to take it. Like, yeah. we need, yeah, like, we need support to be able to give you guys what we want to give you guys. Um, yeah, and also change the, change that perception because that shit, and I know that because I lived yeah. in the States, well, too, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, you were Hollywood for a bit, Yeah, well, slow, <laughs> slow down here. <laughs> She's still, slow, look at that tan, here. man. You're from California, girl. <laughs> it rains on you all LA. the time. <laughs> um, but, but it, it's true. And, and I do think there there is, um, I do think that there is a, a benefit to crossing the border and getting Canadian uh, athletes into the States for, sh- for events and for fights. Because ob- like the pool is so small here. Yeah. It's so yep. small. No, and the sponsors would help us bring fighters. So don't worry. Right. I got you guys. Yeah. Cut the check, man. Cut BC. the checks. Yeah, BC's got a ton of rich motherfuckers out here, man. Cut the check. Regularity. It's a tax write-off. The Cut, the check. Exactly. Yes. Cut the check. Cut the check. It goes from money because money makes regularity. And yeah. that's, uh, that's what we all yeah. need is that if we can all get even... you. When we consider three to four pro fights a year a busy year in Canada, that is just not fair to the rest mm-hmm. when you have the rest of the world. It's like, yeah, a lot of the guys that uh, when I was 1-0, 1-0-1, which I am now, it's like I got offered these guys and then co- I got offered Duke Reagan uh, from Top Rank uh, for a fight. <laughs> and uh, anyway, from there, I just remember I was like, he was 1-0, I was 1-0. And they were going to set it up, and I couldn't get out of the country, so that never happened. But he's already 5-0 and now, and I'm just yeah, still, still chilling. I was like... That's no one's fault, but just the regularity that we yeah. need to have. There's no opportunity out here, right? But yeah. you guys are you guys are working on that. And like mm-hmm. I said, yeah. we appreciate no, and that. that's why again, thank, yeah. thank you so much uh, for having us on the podcast, having us on the show. Is that uh, I plan on definitely give, giving it back to you guys in the sense yeah. that uh, you're gonna have a hell of a fight, a Ooh. hell of a knockout. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, I will say this, man. Jason, please, is so handsome. Get him in front of the camera. Yeah. Get, him get, get him in front. Get him in front of the yeah. camera. Like I don't know why <laughs> you put this guy in the back of the camera. All he is, time. He is. Come on, yeah, this, is, this man is man. Look at how handsome <laughs> this man is, man. Get this man in front of the damn camera. So yeah, yeah. How, how good would it be if we had Jason and and dubbing my voice oh, in the background? Oh so, like, man. How hey, good, I will, uh, I will ask you be? this just because we because we on not we're on live, but it would have sounded cool. I, I'm actually we now live. super nervous. You live. should be. You <laughs> should be because I will say this is that uh, Jenna, I've seen Jenna fight and uh, I've seen Jenna work and um, yo, like what, what's going on with you? Am I, are you going oh, to try oh, to fight man. again or something like this? Once a year bullshit is a waste of your oh, goddamn athleticism, man. man. <laughs> you know, a fun, fun story, man. I used to live in eleven uh, 1188 how? And this dude came up to me in in the in the elevator, and I was like, I had a pair of boxing gloves on, and like not on, like I was not walking around with boxing he, gloves. He was walking with his gloves Don't on. get it twisted. That's they were just style. like a yeah. shopping bag. Yeah, yeah. That just said, the... I am a boxer. Yeah. No, no, no. It was just like in my bag, and he goes, "Hey, you box?" I was like, "Yeah, I box." 
why you box? He's like, nah, my, my girlfriend's a boxing trainer. I was like, Psh, okay, bro, girlfriend, boxing trainer. Turns out it was this lady. So for real, <laughs> he was he wasn't talking out of his ass. And um, and then I've seen I've had the opportunity to watch watch you spar and, and watch you work and shit like that. You a damn waste if you don't do nothing with that. Just like you know. So here's the th- here's the thing about me though, and this isn't about me, but here's the thing about me. Um, I just like too many things. Yeah. Like I'm like I love boxing. I love jujitsu. I love I'm just I'm I'm one of those. Pe- I'm just. But like, you're good at boxing. I and I do love it, and and we'll see one day. When it, it's actually when I moved to LA, I was like, you know what? I think don't I would be love nervous, to man. turn don't pro. Be nervous. You know? Yeah, that's you should have. Yeah, and then COVID. Everything you yep, said, right. I echo, echo. But um, but then I fell in love with the boxing biz, you yeah. know, as well. Yeah, so but you can it, still box. It's hard. I appreciate that. And yeah. and for those who haven't been to, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> who haven't been to a JY uh, class, like I mean, as as a coach, like shout to you as an athlete because I've seen you work as hey. well. But um, shout to you as a coach for sure. Appreciate like, that. Um, Thank you. It's it, it's like it's interesting, like you know, because I'm also in that world as well. It's like, how do you do boxing justice? Mm. and then serve the people that 100%. never want to step in the ring competitively yeah. but you know and not and not sell your soul to the devil and kind of go full boxing fitness which there's a market for that like mm. i'm not huge hating market. huge market and that's what that's honestly where that's what pays is. that's where the paper gym's is bills yeah that's where the paper is so i think like shout that, out to all the sellouts yeah <laughs> Oh, no. I I'm to, playing. I'm playing. I, had, I love I you guys. I love my, you guys. I had to hold my tongue so hard there. I, was I like, know. You I know. know. <laughs> we know who we love, but I love you, bro. I love you, big dog. But like, here's the thing, too, though. It's you know, it's it's uh, if you can do both, and if you can find people in the industry, like mm-hmm. I think you know, we 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 are part of a handful of people that do both, know both, have lived both, trained both, work both. Yep. I mean, these these are the classes. Like, if you're getting into boxing and you're inspired to um, hang out with any of us good-looking people, um, find a coach. Right. Let and Jason, please. Oh. And find a coach who can do that, who yeah. can give you that experience, because what you will take away and wherever you take your journey from there will be a million times mm. better than just, Amen. you know, that that ain't it. That ain't yeah. it. And, and I think it's uh, doesn't do boxing justice because it is one of the only sports that has been kind of altered into a, a fitness yeah. co- uh, well, you, product. Yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. like we don't 100%. go to the, the soccer class to do soccer fix. hit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, 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 or like yeah, yeah, yeah. basketball, for example. Uh, you know, you don't you don't do that. Oh, don't you just but you know what like I, I tell but you, you know what, what I'm like, saying right yeah well like it, you know it comes down to the people that really love the sport and you know Anna being like the peer that she is mm-hmm. like she like she hired me as a, as a coach and she said and I said like oh like do I have and she's like just like she literally said do whatever the fuck you want to do in class mm-hmm. like, what do you mean and she's like these guys signed up and they want to learn how to box from someone that actually boxes there's a market for people that just do the boxing fitness mm-hmm. but she's like you're your um, audience is going to be people that want to learn, like, legit shit. Yeah. And so she's, like, you're asking the wrong person. She's just, like, run with it. She gave me, like, you know, shout out to Anna again. But she gave me the platform to just, like, not be shy. If I was, like, like uneasy about something, yeah. she's like, no, just fucking do it. And that was, a, that was an era. That was like, an slap era. the red lights on, put on the bum some gum song, like, throw some tunes, and yeah. then do some real, do some real some, shit. Do and some it was beautiful. Yeah, it was yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's the, that's the sweet spot. And you mm. do that so, so well. I appreciate that. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, you do that so, so well. Um, well, it's, I think you... He's doing it without, he can't help himself. The same with me is that he, whether I have a 55 year old that's never boxed before or a kid mm-hmm. that I'm, when we're coaching at DCS, a jab to jab. is that it's in my upbringing that I got taught with good fundamentals. I feel your workout is better when you have good fundamentals because mm-hmm. it's not just doing an arm punch, you're using your whole body. Yeah. Just as a small example. So I'll tell everyone out the gate, it goes, Yes, I know you don't want to box, but I'm going to teach you proper fundamentals to get the most out of the workout right. for you. And it's also more fulfilling when they get to see themselves working. Well, it it's, it's also like we're sort of like we're craftsmen, right? Like, you know, I, I coach, you know, person A and then they go on a holiday and they're like, oh, I'm going to hit a boxing class and I'm, I'm while I'm in NYC. And like you want that person to be the one where the coach is like, oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. Like we're like tattoo 100%. artists that way or something. You, yeah. you don't want people walk around going like, oh, my yeah. God. Worst yeah, I've ever seen. If you suck at boxing, please take away, take off the J. White Kim t-shirts. I mean, like, I, not that Vancouver's got a big, but please take them off. Right, and, not, and like, know. we're also not like saying like everyone has to be like killer technique and you know, like, just has to be a throw shit. I mean, yeah, you can't. It's just not. Don't even try. <laughs> but, but it is. It is. I think like it's the intention. It comes down to like, do you do you respect it? Do you want to learn it? Are you willing to pause for a second to you yeah. know what, what kind of what you're saying about? Love is like he he listens he tries everything. Are you that person? Are you coachable? Are you coachable? I've had I've had literally Lululemons come in and like me trying to like coach them and they're like oh no 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 no, no. or they'll roll their eyes at me. 
I'm like, and if like, Anna um, was yeah, I'm here, I'm not asking you to put your mouth guard. Yeah, I'm like, chill. if Anna was here, I would get her to beat your ass so fucking bad that <laughs> she's not. But I've literally had that, and like, mm-hmm. I think that you know, this is just going back to to Jackson. The reason why it goes so well is that like. Um, if I want to have a roster of fucking 30 people that want to learn how to box, I'll have a roster of 30 people. But it's like, this coaching shit, as you know too, is so tiring and so stressful. And it takes a lot of time out of your day. And so you have to pick the right people. And the guys that come in with, you know, even if they have experience, they come in and they just want to like learn and they're wide-eyed and they're just like, you know, they're just wanting to take in everything that you, you're trying to teach them. Though, Like I will take in... Like a D one student that doesn't listen, like a D Division one athlete that doesn't listen to shit, and like the fucking guy that never played a sport in his life, but just like listens and wants to learn and res- and puts like the respect into our workouts. I would take that guy, and I wouldn't even hesitate. Mm. Like fuck the athlete, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take the guy that just wants to listen, because it has to be a good chemistry between between fighters which, and coaches. Which just proves that anyone with a sense of coachability can do it. You don't have mm. to, we're not, we don't need you to be a high level athlete. And, I th- and that's what I think is so cool about having a coach on here too, is we've had, you know, the athletes, but it's like, there's, there's a whole, there's a whole story about oh, the yeah. coach, right? That's yeah. really interesting. And, and so that's a little insight into like our brains, you know, yeah. as well. But my, my hair is falling out because I love Jackson and all these other <laughs> motherfuckers. I'm rocking the hat all the time. Nah, just play. Love is, love is great. Um, uh, it can be frustrating, I know. But uh, I'll, I'll just uh, pump his, t- not, not that you need me to pump your tires anymore. No, yes, I do, yes, I do, yes, please. Yes, this yes, is yes, the platform where you Absolutely. pump my tires. He needs to grow some hair back. 100%, I need uh, the hair. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you look at coaches' rosters, like he has, yeah, about five or six, uh, talented young young fighters as well that uh, he's coached. But the biggest difference I found with him and the other guys is that a lot of guys can have a good roster of ready-made fighters. They don't have guys that they built from the ground up. Oh, mm. So many teams have guys that they poached from this gym. They poached from yeah. that gym. This guy had a comeback. Snake this guy the grasses. Had a, this mm-hmm. guy had a falling out with his coach, so he came to me, et cetera, yeah. all these things. Is that that is not a tell of how good a coach is, is how, how well he works with guys that are ready-made. I get to see this guy in live action. Like I knew Jerome before his first fight too. Is I got yeah, to watch. Yeah, yeah. All shout these out to guys. Jerome. Yeah, I've, Jerome. I've watched That's him grow cap. from the yeah. ACA days yeah. to. That's yeah. exactly what I was saying. Can that, you produce? Yeah. A fighter. Yeah. Is, is that it's different? It's not just one. He's not just lucky that he had a good athletic guy. He's mm-hmm. got yeah. five, six guys that are well, well schooled athletes. And I knew that that's right away. I was like, I really want to work with this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Um, love that. celebrity matchup. You get to match JY with an athlete from the past. You'll pick someone easy. Pick someone easy. No, get him. You know what? <laughs> I want this guy getting paid. Let's say, uh, what's, what's that Paul guy's name? Jake Paul. Paul? Yo. Yeah. <laughs> I am honestly honored I forgot the name, to be honest, What's because I'm so name? tired. Of, I'm so sick of celebrity oh boxing, gosh. but I want my guy getting paid for some oh easy, easy gosh. work. Yo, wow. Jenna, you got that hookup for steroids, man, because wow. if, I, if you pump them, I'll fight them. Alyssa, I'm not going to answer that question on camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Combosos, Haney, who wins? Ooh. Can they beat Loma? The w- Combosos beats Loma and Haney, hands down. No question. <sighs> okay. You know, I think it's uh, Kibos is fantastic. He's training hard. Haney is such a special fighter in the sense that he does, he's not a big puncher, but he knows his dimensions so well. He's so slick. He's very hard to hit. He almost looks like a. Are you questioning me right now? Are yes, you, I are am. You go, oh, a little well, bit of we're a gonna younger. Have, we're gonna have a good. talk. We're gonna have Against a talk. Steve, no, no, no. I'm not thinking a younger boy. He, he looks more like Sugar Ray Leonard the way he moves. Yeah. Is that he, except for doesn't have quite have the same uh, explosive speed, but that movement, the lateral movement, I love Cambosos watching. Combosos is fast. He's yeah. gotten really fast. Yeah. Combosos yeah. like, is fast, athletic, hits real hard, and like I think but, he also boxes. Like he can, he's a two way yeah. fighter. He can, he it's can a fight pick on the inside. I'm gonna say Haney for that though. All right. Well, I don't well, think when the time comes, beat Lomachenko. And yeah. you guys got cash on you, or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put cash. Never got cash on me. Yeah, what are you yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about? I put cash on. We do not condone sports. Yeah, I put cash. I put cash on that. I put money that Combosos like. Well, like he he drops Loma, and you think ones. you think Kambosos beats Loma? Yeah, one hundred, one hundred percent. Well, well, also, I mean, I'm biased to Southpaws as well. Loma, I just adored. Like when he, it was when he fought for the world title at one and zero, and I see a guy that at one twenty six at the time he had the he's five seven fought at one twenty six, the exact same dimensions I had a lefty, yeah, and it's pretty much a super superhuman version of anything I could want to do with uh, his amateur background. Yeah, Lomachenko's my guy. Okay, <laughs> Just, oh my god. Yeah. Shout um, out Ukraine though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, but honestly though, shout, yeah. out, shout Ukraine. out Ukraine. Like they, I, they, and like motherfuckers are holding it down. Holy crap! Yeah. And Ustek, honestly, like respect yeah. respect to Loma as well in the sense that he had to turn down. Didn't have to, but he did just he turn did. down about 10 million bucks. 
to stay in his country yeah, at home, which yeah, I uh, respect that. I respect that a lot. Is Absolutely. that not every fighter would be willing to do that? No. Not every person would be willing to do that mm -hmm. uh, at all. And mm -hmm. he was, and he's not getting any younger either in his yeah. career. Mm -hmm. So I mean, he turned down. He's been wanting all four belts forever, and uh, he turned down the opportunity to get them because of do something bigger. At the end, at he's the end, at the end of the day, fighting is fighting, and. Uh, you still have to live your life. You still have to take care of your own, and he's doing exactly Wicked. that. Wicked, wicked. Well, wins. Hands on. I mean, he's too explosive. He's too slick. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna make sure that this you got? Who gets you paid got? out. I got Combosis. Hey, okay. I'm sorry. I Jason. Do. Okay, don't talk to me. Are you just you mixing it up? Don't talk to me right now. Who, who, I called you up. handsome, and you betrayed me like this, bro. Okay. Well, now, now, now we all have to watch this. Okay, Combosis. Now we all gotta watch this fight together. Yeah, I think that's what we're saying now. Haney, that's if you're a, listening that's to fantastic. This. Uh, fantastic. Jason, I, like I never felt so betrayed in my damn is. life. Um, okay, Canelo, Triple G, three. Who wins? Canelo. Oh, Canelo. I mean, yeah, it would be end of the road for Canelo at the highest level. He'd still be getting paid five, ten million a fight, which I mean, yeah, like I said, yeah, pl yes, please sign me up for that. But uh, if he can't get past G uh, for the first time, I'm going to say controversial pick is he can't get past Triple G for the first time because I do not believe he won either of the first two fights. Oof. Then it would be the end of the line. His two losses in a row at the highest level you know, is very difficult to bounce back. However, Should did we... anyone see the last Golovkin fight with Ryan? Yeah, he Ross? didn't look great. No, yeah, oh, Murata? Okay, hold up. So I was watching I was watching Canelo Triple G one just the other night because I was like, yeah. I'm going to start going through that before Respect. the trilogy, right? Yeah. I want to re-up on it. And then I'm looking at Golovkin. I'm like, this dude, over 40, looks like he's Incredible. ripped against Murata. <laughs> yeah. And he but, looked just I, I mean, he's he's still Golovkin. Like he was amazing against Canelo. But I'm like, what is this dude eating? Yeah, but he didn't look that good. No, though. that's I didn't I think he looked that good. No, I'm, I'm just talking I'm talking yeah, no you, skill, talk, yeah, pure you, abs. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I was like and that's very important. Jenna. No, it's <laughs> not. It is. It Jenna, is. damn it. Damn woman, I, I gave you respect for doing the study and this is the way you come back with me, man. I was, just, I was like, no way. Yo, is there any vegans in the house? Is there any vegans in the house? Okay, I just want to say this. I just want to say, okay, good. I just want to say, first and foremost, Rob Cousins, I think you're the best motherfucker I've ever met. But And the vegan diet has worked great for you. However, outside of Rob Cousins, Robert Cousins is a special... Animal outside of Robert Cousins, special. No, no, he's a he is a good like he's a he's a bad man. Robert Cousins, shout out to that guy. But man, Canelo going fucking vegan. Why? Man, why? Why bro? would you do? But that? you know what? But you know what? I'll it tell did you make this. Make a difference. You know People? what? This is this is. I'm just gonna say this. This is a wife thing. I'm gonna put my money oh, on you that think? his wife. He was you like, think? babe, I really think we should go. How dare you blame the woman? You know, How no, dare I, you blame I think the woman? I'm, listen, How I'm dare saying, you? I'm just saying. No, but I'll say this though. I say this though. Bevo though, Bevo, sick. Half Korean. What up? Shout out Korea. Oh, yeah. As far as athletes at that level is that diet, especially for someone Crohn's disease like me, very, very important in my training. Mm. But uh, when you get to the level of Canelo. I'm like, why are you changing I'm, things? No, no, no. Change I'm going to say it wouldn't have made a single difference because he's built the lab. Every single meal he has, they know exactly the micros, the macros, et cetera, all those things that I don't know about. They know exactly the amount of protein that's going in them. It doesn't make a difference for a guy like that. It's just another built-in excuse. Nah. I don't know. He didn't I, have the Mexican tacos. No, I'm saying he needs more oh, carne. The Mexican tacos got yeah, full he of need, he needs a, he needs GHB. His, <laughs> he needs a, uh, his, you know, I forgot what it's called, but the horse cough yeah, medicine. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, he needs. Yeah, yeah. But, I just think the guy but, needs a little more carne asada in his but, life. Yeah, 100%. Canelo, I agree Canelo, with that. Canelo, if you're listening yeah, to but, this, uh, which of amen. course you are listening to yeah, this podcast. But as far as that goes... Sorry. Uh, Muy pescado. Is oh. that, yeah, Canelo's got the right time for G is that he's another guy that's going, oh yeah, I've been, I want revenge. This is for revenge. And even Triple E goes, you could have got revenge seven years ago. You have to wait till the guy's 41 I to guess, fight yeah, him. I guess, yeah, like, so. are we excited for this fight or is we this are. just sort of like well, yeah. filler? I mean, it's two big names and like, you know, at the end of the day, Canelo is a side and like boxing yeah. is a business. So if mm -hmm. he wants to make, you know, like a 39 year old man or like a fucking 36 year old man wait a few years, he's going to make him wait. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's why boxing has got sort of like a black eye. Hehe. <laughs> You know, black guy, I get it. Anyway, it's because, like, it's, like, the, the business part of it is so, is so, is so, like, it's not, it's, you know, it, it's all about the A-side, mm, always. Mm. It's always about the A-side, so, you know, it's Speaking one of Speaking of um, A-sides and B-sides, mm. uh, we know what Lev's favorite boxing movie is. What's yours? Oh, man, I'd say Cinderella, man. 
great okay, cool. Cinderella man. Yeah, but no. No, it's not. South Pole. Oh, no, okay, it's not. it is the worst no, movie. No, it is not. by far That's the worst joke. boxing Jana. movie I've ever seen. Worst boxing movie ever. No, no, I spent an entire like five minutes shitting on that movie. Yeah. Like Jana. I was so upset. But that better not be the dance. No, 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 it's not the dance. I will cancel you. No, the look at Matt's face. He's he's dying right now because he thinks I'm gonna punch him out. What is your what what is your favorite boxing movie? This yeah, this this is gonna judge you. That movie's trash, man. It's awful. I haven't even. Who liked it? Was it Rhett? Was it Rhett that liked it? Rhett, are you hearing this? No, and Benit didn't give it the excuse. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it was Benit. It was awful. Anyways. Yo, shout out Benit, man. That guy's my little brother, man. I used to spar that guy. Like, man, that guy is a total step now. Yeah. Him and I were the same height at one point. I was sparring him all the time. He got No, I came back over the summertime. He must have been eating Mexican tacos or something. The guy grew. Yeah, he had some kind of... And I was like, all right, man, this is bullshit. Like, give me your diet, man. Yeah. What is your favorite... You know what? Um, I don't really like any of no, the boxing movies. I like I liked Warrior. Like as far as just a fight movie, Cinderella uh, Man was quite good. But I was like, yeah, I just I have. I'm leaving. It's all about Tom Hardy for me. Like Tom Hardy, I know you're listening. No, he's not. He's not listening, Jenna. Stop talking. He's not mingle. listening. No, he don't want to mingle with you. He's not listening. I don't know. I think your chaps are. Okay. All right. Anyway. Tom Hardy. I digress. She yeah, you have celebrities on your Instagram. So no, that, so. no, 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 I don't. No. BTS. How yeah. dare you? That's racist. Uh, <laughs> Cancel Matt. As far I'm as playing, bo- me, and Matt, me and Matt go way back. I just like. Yeah. As far as modern era bo- uh, boxing movies, is Rocky is a bit of a classic. Say the fighter's the best one with the Mickey Ward story. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. Just from. An athlete standpoint, from a fighter standpoint, so yeah, Martin the Pun is uh, Raging Bull. Fantastic movie. It. What? I don't like to watch real old movies. Okay, but Ra- <laughs> Raging Bull, like I forgot about this entirely. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, Mr. Culture over here. I don't want to watch all the movies. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's black and white too, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Raging Bull is. Yeah. Yeah. There's no subtitles or anything, do I? Oh really? No, no, no. Don't worry. You're fine. Well, you know, like it's Robert De Niro, right? Yeah. Man, I know Robert De Niro from so like good. Meet the Fockers, man. Yeah. I can't see, yeah. I can't see him as a. Boxer, you gotta spike those Fockers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> no, it's yeah. so good. But you know the boxing in Creed, like I is love pretty the Creed good films too, yeah. in comparison to like the Rocky <laughs> franchise, comparison like to South Park? the like the Haymakers, and then the you got one was a sequel. You got uh, Michael Michael B. Jordan like shoulder rolling. So, shout mm-hmm. out, hey, oh, you know if I want to fight anybody, it'd be Michael B. Jordan because like my girlfriend got a little crush on him, so I would oh, smash yeah. that guy. Okay. I would smash him. <laughs> Like no doubt, Michael. Smash if him. you're listening to, if this, you're listening, I'll go, fight you and let I will smash Surrey, your Michael. fucking face. Michael. Don't go to Surrey. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Brio. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, back to A sides and B sides. Um, man, I'm so good at this, this linking. That's great. Things. Yeah. You, you um, also. what is your top three? Like, what's on your top three songs in your playlist right now for your uh, hey, that's training? A good question. That's an important question. Your top three songs. That you uh, what? <laughs> this is a question well, approved by Jay. I, 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 I gotta be careful. I gotta be careful with my choices right now, just uh, in case I don't want to spoil the ring entrance. You know. Okay. Well, don't say I'll, that I'll one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. no. Well, uh, I. Just again, when I was talking about ring entrances, there's no, but when I was talking about ring entrances, <laughs> as far as what most motivates me is that Mike Tyson ring entrances can get you just ready to go. Uh, yeah. Do you see me post about that yesterday? Uh, or no, like a couple days ago, I was like, I was like, what's better? Uh, yeah, I think it was it was a, it was a Montal. Uh, no, he came his uh, time for some action. Uh, Redman, yeah, exactly that that uh, that you one's would. been love Redman. Been always hey, been uh, constant man. constantly on on my <laughs> list. Uh, yeah, it's been yeah, I, I a little bit a, of Wu Tang. Uh, you know what? Eminem is another one. I hate to be the cliche uh, for boxing, but. He's that like, one's oh. always good. Uh, always good. Did you get your training. knees weak? Your arms sweaty? Yeah, exactly. Mom's yeah. spaghetti. Mom's oh, spaghetti. Mom's, mom's, mom's spaghetti is on the list. Yeah. Okay. Almost always. Yeah, All right. Yeah, one more. Yeah. One more. One more. Okay. Let's just make sure. You know what? I'm gonna go with a classic. It used to be my old ring entrance. Uh, Sam and Dave, hold on, I'm coming. No, it's just an old, old blues R&B song. You got it. You got it. Is that I always like songs that can get the legs moving. So I have a very, very weird running tape, so to speak. Is that it'll go from. 70s, 60s RB to all of a sudden just like going into some more contemporary stuff. He goes from Marvin Gaye to. And then it takes about 40% easy E when it comes to uh, hey. running tapes because that's just when you're short and mad at the world, you know? Yeah, short <laughs> mad at the world. That's really showing your, your age is showing. Uh, JY, top three songs on your 
my playlist or yeah. my, my, my when I reminisce about comeback. Yeah, when you're th- yeah, when you're at home feeling some kind of yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, I'm always feeling some. Yeah, when you listen sensitive to sensitive stuff. Uh, uh, Chris Antonio's in the city. Oh, that's yeah, like, a, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that that song is like fucking. He's got that's a local, some kind of way right now. Yeah, that's a local local artist. It's my homeboy that mm. that uh, that did that song. That one. Um, and anything, anything Drake. I mean, I tell you, you, Koreans are superstitious, right? We are. Tell us and more. Every song that I came out to that was not Drake, I got screwed over somehow mm. with a no contest or some bullshit draw or something like that. So, um, and any, any song I came out to Drizzy, man, I got the win. Mm. Easy work. There you go. So I'm only coming out to Drizzy Wicked. moving forward. But uh, anything Drake. Um, do not disturb. Do not disturb is a good one. Or some like some opera. Really. really? Really throw That'll like, really rattle somebody. That will really you come out to Andre Bocelli. I they're was, like, bruh, time to say goodbye. They're like, Stress time it. to say goodbye. That for real is such a sick. Uh, you uh, why are you guys laugh? The disrespect. <laughs> that, that song it fucking slaps, man. Slaps. Pops to you for knowing who Andre Bocelli is. Yeah. For real. I mean, that guy's a that guy's a legend. That guy definitely fucks. He definitely fucks. Yeah. Yeah. He just. Feel, I mean, he's all yeah. feel, he's all yeah. feels right because yeah, 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 like, he's yeah. blind. He he, he's blind? Andre Bocelli is blind. I knew that. Oh. I was <laughs> confirming if she knew that. <laughs> I'm just testing her IQ. Uh, it's good to, uh, good to know that you know you're Andre Bocelli, though. Wow, I'm speechless. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. You guys, this has been an absolute blast. 100%. Yeah, well, for sure. I, thank you for having us, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, we're super stoked to watch you fight. Thank you. I'm super stoked for every aspect of it from the moment you step through to the moment you step through the ropes. Um, we can't wait for what's coming and you guys are going to be an amazing team together. And uh, and hopefully many more of this. Thank yeah. you. And you're also going to be excited for the moment the ref counts 10 on my opponent. Okay. Hey. Also, bated breath on that one. So, hey. uh, yo, this has been Lev and JY on the Empire Boxing Podcast. Thanks so much for coming through, you guys. Awesome. And lastly, just want to quickly uh, give a shout out and thanks to uh, Centurion Hardwood. They sponsored me for my last fight for this one as well helping me get to the fight getting in the best condition i can be so i just wanted to give them a quick thanks uh before we wrap it up wicked well wicked thank yeah. you for paying my fighter yay <laughs> stay right. tuned for more episodes uh get your tickets to the fight come watch this guy win make sure to listen follow and subscribe to empire boxing on apple spotify 